Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, my name is Rio, and this is Girl Toast, a kid's podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Thank you, Rio, for introducing us to the show. Rio joined us at the Girl Tales holiday party in December. Grown-ups, if you would like to stay up to date on future in-person events, you can follow us at Girl Tales on Instagram and TikTok, or subscribe to my newsletter in our show notes. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, the host of Girl Tales, a kids' podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Grown-ups, if you would like to hear your child's name at the top of our next tale, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now on to our episode. This is Reimagining Robin Hood. Enjoy! I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine. A traveling renaissance fair came to Freshwater, and I was so excited. There were acrobats and jugglers, fire breathers and knights riding horses, music and dancing in beautiful creative costumes, a royal parade, and my personal favorite, the wandering storyteller. A beautifully hand-painted sign hung on the outside of her caravan. It read, Fireside Stories at Sundown, The Many Adventures of Young Robin Hood. The wandering storyteller waited until the sun had slipped away below the peaks of the tall pine trees to the west. 
she stood beside a crackling campfire, the flames dancing joyfully in the growing darkness, and greeted us. Come, my friends, join me, please. Who's feeling brave? A front row seat. The time has come to part the eaves and share a tale of daring deeds. Once we had gathered in a crowd abuzz with excitement and curiosity, the wandering storyteller began to weave her tale. One of the joys of being a human is sharing our stories, which also illuminate values and morals that help us make choices. How do we choose to use the power of our voices? We begin our tale with the greedy King John, who is new to the throne, hasn't sat on it long. His big bro, King Richard, left Johnny the crown, rode off toward adventure. No one's seen him around. While King Richard was smart, good with people, and fair, King John thought that he deserved more than his share. Picture the new king up early at dawn. He speaks to Nottingham, his crooked sheriff, alone. More gold, more coins, more goods. My royal bank vault must be filled to the rafters by the next full moon. My king, I have a solution. Pass a new law, a royal tax. Calling it tax is a wise thing to do. When you make the laws, make them work best for you. Tax means we take part of each thing that they earn. They'll be left with mere scraps, but that's not our concern. The sheriff to the king did bow and then let slip a wicked laugh. And every home throughout the land was forced to gather and forfeit half their money, clothing, toys, and food. The people cried, you can't intrude and steal the clothes right off our backs, said Nottingham. I'm the sheriff. I'm in power. Pay the royal tax. If any one of you dares to disobey, I'll lock you up and throw the keys away. Feelings of fear spread like a sinking fog across the kingdom. The townsfolk whispered worries to one another. There, there won't, won't be, be enough, enough food. We have, we have no, no money, money to buy, buy wool for warm clothing and boots. Our children's toes will be freezing, freezing when, when winter, winter comes, comes again. again. However, piercing through the grim veil of fear and darkness, there was a shining ray of hope. Stories were spreading from fireplaces to farmers' fields that someone had bravely stood up to the sheriff and refused to pay the new royal tax. Someone had rallied a group of young, talented townsfolk and called them to a life of virtuous, ethical banditry in Sherwood Forest. The group had named itself the Happy Hoodlums and was determined to steal back everything the king and the sheriff unjustly taxed from the townsfolk. As the days passed, these tales grew taller and more wild indeed. The happy, the happy hoodlums lived high, high in the trees. They could hit any target and do backflips with ease. According to the spreading stories, not a single one of King John's carriages had made it through the forest to his bank vault without being robbed of its ill-gotten bounty by the happy hoodlums 
and their leader, a lion-hearted young lass called Robin Hood. But these whispers were more than tall tales. These stories were true. One evening, Robin Hood came to speak to the townsfolk. Good people, these taxes passed make mockeries of each and every hard-earned wage. These tolls are highway robbery. From King John's book, I'll take a page. If you bake a cake, the king takes half. If your cow has a cow, the king gets your calf. If you're riding in the forest and you forage for a meal, you're a sneaky little thief. How dare you steal? I'm now painted outside of the law. Nottingham's men are flexing their claws. The old king is gone, now we're stuck with King John. If we don't take a stand, this will go on and on. So call me outlaw, I'll be out. Out fighting, out running, out lasting, out cunning, out finding the cracks in their armor. My friends and I, none will work harder. Through Sherwood, I will run them ragged, steal back your stolen goods and add that the sheriff and his guards approached. They hollered, made a fuss. To live to fight another day, I must now flee this chorus. And swiftly Robin fleet-footed flew to the safety of Sherwood Forest, where she and precious few others knew the happy hoodlums campfire drew together Robin's most trusted, most clever friends to plan and prepare for the sheriff and King John's ruthless reign to end. Alas, King John and the sheriff together were scheming how to capture young Robin, her hoodlums all teeming with skills of survival, self-defense and parkour, said the king. These kids are scary. We can't take them by force, said the sheriff, a nasty smile twisting his lips. Of course, not by force, but by their leader's hubris. We'll set a trap that Robin can't resist. An archery tournament, I insist. On behalf of the crown, I will issue a challenge. Hear ye, hear ye. Through the land we seek the greatest archery talent. Come compete at the palace. Prove your mettle and balance. The current champion is our sheriff, Nottingham the Gallant. Robin Hood was not amused, nor found that title fitting. Nottingham the Gallant? You have got to be kidding. Never have I ever met a person more rude. He's the champion. I can shoot circles around that dude. I could beat him blindfolded. Sign me up. I am going. Robin's friends, the happy hoodlums, asked her to see reason. Well, Robin discovered within the palace, the sheriff would shout out, Treason! Nottingham would jump for joy at the chance to capture Hood. He'd claim that Robin betrayed the crown and was no earthly good. I'll disguise myself, hide in plain sight, become the champion, and might be close enough to grab the king and speak with him of vital things. Does she think that a chat could change the king's heart? I can't be sure, but it's a start. 
Could a conversation ever change the king's mind? Even if the plan fails, I have to try. If not me, who? If not now, when? I have my skills and I have my friends. We'll work together, combine our gifts, and then we'll see how the power shifts. A week of planning in the forest passed. Now the day of the archery competition at last. People flocked from near and far to see the royal tournament and cheer on their favorite archers. A fretful King John scanned the crowd and competitors on the shooting range anxiously. He snapped at Nottingham. You said that she would be here. There's no Robin to be seen. No impish, winking, sneaky thief in a hooded cloak of green. Patience, your highness. She will be here. Her pride will force her hand. Now please excuse me. It's my turn to shoot. Nottingham took his stance. The sheriff was trained with sword and with bow and proved a deadly shot. Round after round, his arrows found the target more often than not. Many shooters shot their shot, but none so truly struck the spot at the centre of the bullseye, the little red dot, as the sheriff. And the fellow shooting from the farthest plot, a hunched, bedraggled figure wrapped in rags from head to toe. Judge a book by its cover... And it's story you'll never know. Hmm, an archer that talented, that good? It must be our hero in disguise. Robin Hood. And as the sun rose across the sky, the competition narrowed. The last two archers who remained, Nottingham and the fellow, bedraggled and dirty and tattered, their face hidden in the shadows of a ratty, muddy hood. I'll shoot first, called the sheriff, swiftly sending two of his three arrows into the red centre of the bullseye, and the third only slightly off the mark. He smirked in self-satisfaction as he turned to the bedraggled figure. I am a generous man, stranger. You can save yourself the embarrassment of a drawn-out display and forfeit right now. The bedraggled figure ignored the sheriff's remark. They took their place, knocked their first arrow, and let fly. (laughs) Ha! crowed Nottingham, taunting the stranger. You've missed the target completely. But the stranger wagged a finger before pointing wordlessly at the target. To the delight of the crowd and the disbelief of the sheriff, the mysterious figure's arrow had split Nottingham's first arrow down the middle. The splintered fragments fell to the grass. Quick as a whip, the stranger fired two more shots, which found and split Nottingham's remaining arrows. The crowd went wild with excitement, but not Nottingham. Oh no, he was fuming. 
There is no man in all the land whose skills are near as good as treasonous scoundrel bandit girl. I know you, Robin Hood. With a violent yank, the sheriff tore the ragged cloak away and so revealed our favorite scamp, young Robin, standing brave. (gasps) A great gasp rose from the audience. King John's jaw dropped. He cried out, Guards, seize that girl. Don't let her get away. Before a single guard could move to take a step toward her, Robin held her hands up high and stomped her foot for order. King John, I say now to your face, aware the risk I'm under. Your laws and actions do disgrace the crown, so I must wonder what led you down this path of greed, of selfish, cold ambition. I've shot my shot and won the lead, and now I'm here to listen. Stunned silence rang across the court until... You will rot in prison, Nottingham howled. Dear friends and listeners, let me say, the next few moves were very quick, and every witness there that day was so delighted by the trick. The sheriff lunged as Robin dove and slid between his feet, and all the guards rose up as one, then fell back on their seats. They flailed and struggled to arise, perplexed and on the spot. How did my boots get strung together? I'm all tied up in knots. See, hoodlums happy as could be had sneaky snuck behind the guards and looped their laces tight around about their legs and boots and double knotted twice. The guards were down. The hoodlums whooped and hollered, cheering Robin loudly on as she hurtled from the field and made a beeline for King John. King John cried, Oh no, oh no, this is not good. I'd better duck inside. I cannot fight or outrun Hood. I'll climb the stairs and hide. Before King John could escape or hide, Robin vaulted over a railing and landed before him, blocking his path. Ah! King John, I ask once more, pray tell me what is your reason to tax your people to the sky, charge innocence with treason? To Robin's great surprise, King John burst into tears. A king can never ask for help, he cried. Thinking quickly on her feet, Robin pulled the now sobbing sovereign into the shadow of a caravan. She sat him on a hay bale as he caught his breath and began to explain. My daughter Miriam was captured. Our enemies demanded. King Richard must give up the throne and ride off empty-handed. Now I'm the king. My brother's gone. I don't know what I'm doing. My daughter should have been returned, but something bad is brewing. I was panicked and upset, and in that sorry state, I called for taxes as high as the sky, a truly alarming rate. My plan was to gather the money to pay for my daughter's release. And that's why kings should ask for help, to avoid situations like these. 
King John, Nottingham is a bully. Repeal the call for tax, and in return, I promise, I will help you bring Miriam back. So, Johnny, the king of the castle, shook hands with Robin, the dirty rascal. The king marched out, and on the spot, he sent the sheriff packing. A herd of happy hoodlums helped to hoist him on his horse. Before they sent him on his way, they searched him for remorse. You've shown great cruelty, caused much fear, but we could let you stay. Prove your regret and understand there is a kinder way. Knaves, repscallions, scallywags, you rogues think you have won. This isn't over. He snapped his reins and raced toward the setting sun. And thus the sheriff disappeared alone into the distance. King John addressed apologies and, with Robin's assistance, he worked to fix relationships, mend fences and repay the money and the goods that he had taxed to take away. But what about King Richard and Miriam's ransom still to pay? Come again to this fireside. Those are stories for another day. Now as you leave our story time, these thoughts should shine out bright. Asking for help doesn't mean you're weak. Having power doesn't make you right. The embers at the base of the campfire flared, and the flames danced with glee as a rush of warm wind swept out across the audience and the story came to an end. Applause and whistles filled the air, and the traveling storyteller bowed gracefully before throwing us a wink and a jaunty salute and cartwheeling away from the fire pit. I called out after her, Hey, wait a second. I wove my way through the cheerfully dispersing crowd, following the wandering storyteller. I caught up to her as she reached her caravan. Pardon me, wandering storyteller. We met the last time you passed through Freshwater. My name is Rebecca. From what I remember, you are a fellow storyteller. What a delight to see you again. She leapt from her caravan and held out her hand. Truly, the pleasure and joy are mine. Nothing is better than story time. Wait a minute, now I'm talking in rhymes. I shook her hand and we shared a smile. If you ever want to hit the road and wander for a while, adventure waits round every turn. There's laughter with each mile. She flung her arms wide and spun around, gesturing to her campsite and caravan. As she spun, I caught a glimpse of a hand-carved slingshot tucked into her leather belt. I saw a beautiful wooden bow strapped to the side of the caravan. I saw a cloak of the most beautiful green I've ever seen hanging on a nearby branch. <gasps> Wandering storyteller, in the story you shared, you said you were there. Your story was true and good. Is your real name Robin Hood? She stopped twirling abruptly and looked a bit surprised. While you're not the first to guess my name, you are the first to be correct. It's true, my name is Robin. My happy hoodlums are also near. They are acrobats and jugglers. We all work at the Renaissance Fair. Life is an adventure, and everything considered, our traveling show is a wonderful way to search for good King Richard. Wow. I wish you good fortune as you continue your search. I hope you will be able to share a new story the next time you come to Freshwater. 
Thank you, Rebecca. Would you like to join me and my friends? Hot chocolate or tea feels like the perfect way to end the night's festivities. And so we sat and sipped and shared our stories under the stars. It's times like those that help us know how fortunate we are. I'm looking forward to the next time the Renaissance Fair comes to freshwater. It's always an adventure. That was Reimagining Robin Hood, The Many Adventures of Young Robin Hood, written by Kelly Cutler, produced by Megan Begala, performed by Tessa Flannery and Rebecca Cunningham, executive produced by Rebecca Cunningham. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcasts. Grownups, if you would like extra stories for your tailblazers to listen to, like the original Alice's Adventures in Wonderland or The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, performed by me? Well, there's only one place to get it. Head to patreon.com slash girltales and join Team Dorothy or above. And grown-ups, you can also find Girl Tales and Cordelia Studios on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And hey, if you love this story, share it with a friend. Oh, and remember, I believe in you. Be an